This is the Toward a New World podcast with your host, Corinna Stoffel. As a space for all things regarding the global collective transition we are in, we have conversations about transition, separation, and connection regarding oneself, others, and the earth. The aim is to educate, empower, and inspire. Welcome all to today's podcast. And what is today's subject? Becoming older or an elder. Now that's an interesting. We all get older. We all look forward to retirement from a certain point on. And we have plans for what we would like to do once we are retired. What if that plan included becoming an elder? It's a word that we don't hear much anymore in our society. The society is so focused on youth that all the people, once they retire, are put out to pasture. And older does not automatically mean elder. There is a difference. So I thought about, okay, how can I highlight the difference? And I made a list of qualities or traits that an elder tends to have that are not necessarily part of being an older person. An elder doesn't take things personally anymore. They understand that people look through their lenses and whatever is being said doesn't have anything to do with them. An elder doesn't have the need to be right. This is what I think, take it or leave it. There's an attitude that they have. An elder knows what they know and what they don't know. They are aware that there is so much that they don't know. And funnily, I've heard people that know a ton say the more they know, the more they know that they actually don't know. So elders are in allowance of other people. They don't judge. There is not that whole sense of, oh, this is right, this is wrong, therefore you're good, therefore you're bad. No. You are who you are, and I may not agree with what you do, but that doesn't make you a bad person. There's a difference. They have the capacity to listen deeply. It's almost like listening between the words. 
and they are connected with the earth. They are connected with other people. And the connection is not just connection that, you know, with other, especially other people that you invite them over, which can be part of it. But it's an energetic connection. It's the same kind of connection that they have developed uh, with the earth. Elders are fully alive. And as a result, there is also no fear of death. How much are we afraid of death? Think about that. How much are we trying to stave off, to postpone death as long as possible? If I live fully and have no regrets, it's okay if I die tomorrow. What about that? Be with that for a moment. They have a different perspective. They are beyond normal, usual. You know, if you walk around the block a few times, you've seen things that others may not have seen. And that impacted you. That also contributed to the points of view that you have developed over your lifetime. And as I said, they perceive energetically, with, it's with energetic eyes, not just visually with your eyes. So take that in for a moment. Elders used to have a role in their communities. And they, they fulfilled a function. They were somebody a younger person could go to and ask questions. How have you dealt with that? What would you suggest? How do you see me? You know, because older looks as I said, from an energetic perspective, not from a physical or logical perspective. Elders also used to be the ones who received youth that came back from undertaking a rite of passage and were recognized then as adults. And they could see their strengths their capacities and acknowledge their new abilities, their new role. And it was a vital part of being part of a, a, a rite of passage that the elders would receive you back. And there is a difference between someone being numerically an adult, let's say 22, 
and someone having undergone a rite of passage. They don't, they look the same, nothing has changed outwardly, but inwardly they are different. And the same is actually true for an older person and an elder. There is a difference, especially if you choose elderhood. There is a different level of maturity is what I would say. And that maturity is on an emotional level, on a psychological level, and on a spiritual level. And I have talked about the fact that currently our world is undergoing a collective rite of passage. And that level of maturity in, in a vast segment of the population is missing. I'm not saying that there aren't people that have that level of maturity, but it's not in a vast segment. So how can you become an elder? As I said, the very first thing is choice. Did you choose to become an elder? And you may want to start if that whole idea intrigues you. You may want to start with reading a book called From Aging to Saging by Rabbi Salman Shakta Shalomi. It's a very interesting book and it's a very deep book. And the reason I talk about that first is because I have read it. And I am aware that there is, in the meantime, a lot of different books about aging, gracefully aging, consciously aging, uh, that are out there. Go to the library, browse your bookstore, or see what they recommend. As an elder, you still seek out opportunities for growth, for transformation, and transcending old patterns, old ways of being in the world. Because you are maturing, it's a different level. It's not that, oh, I've always done that, so therefore I'm gonna continue doing it. That's an attitude I have often found it creates whatever it creates, neither right nor wrong, but there is a difference. Being an elder also involves intention. And I said in the beginning, once we retire, we get you know, an older person gets put out to pasture. 
but you've spent a lifetime honing your skills, your trade. Do you just forget about it? Do you throw it out? With our youth obsession, it's no longer considered worthwhile. But being, let's say, being a skilled, really skilled carpenter, has a sudden you just let go of all your knowledge? Or would you find a way to pass it on? to work with young people and train them to educate others of about what is good carpentry so they develop an eye for quality work. Uh, elders have resilience. There is a gr grace that they have in their life. And there is also an awareness that they have completed adulthood. And I find that, looking at my life, I find that really interesting. I was in my late 40s when I felt called to go out on a rite of passage and mark my transition into elderhood. And yeah, I got acknowledged by people, but I didn't acknowledge it. Even though I had the intention, I didn't acknowledge it within myself. And right now, the last few years, I feel like I am truly fully stepping into elderhood, into being an elder. And it reminds me so much when I was growing up, how often did I hear, do as I say, but not as I do. What, as an elder, you flip this around. There is not much talking, but you are a role model in how to be in life, how to deal with life. You inspire others. There's no need to talk. Just being who you are is an inspiration when you are an elder. Think about that. And what is probably most true, the conscious eldering, conscious aging, cultivates an inner peace, a calm, and the resilience that I already mentioned. So where are you with that? Is there anything that this conversa conversation, this talk of mine, brought up for you. 
Is there an interest? Do you want to know more about being an elder? Do you want to know more about the rites of passage? I invite you to leave a comment and I will put the title and the name of the author uh, in the show notes. So take care and have a great week. And I'll see what I talk about next week. It's often that it pops a few days before, and that's what I'm going to talk about it. Take care. Bye-bye.